Howdy folks, it's Tuesday the 26th of January. My name's James Taylor and I'm a curate here in Church Wigan, based in the Central Hub. Today's reflection is based on 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 to 13 and is entitled Idolatry Then and Now. And I'm reading from the NRSV translation of scripture. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptised into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, and they were struck down in the wilderness. Now these things occurred as examples for us, so that we might not desire evil as they did, do not become idolaters as some of them did, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and they rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did, and were destroyed by serpents. And do not complain as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. These things happened to them to serve as an example, and they were written down to instruct us, on whom the end of the ages have come. So if you think you are standing, watch out that you do not fall. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We're all prone to being nostalgic from time to time. We look back on the past with fond memories. Even at the relatively young age of 28, I look back at certain parts of my life and recall how excellent those days were. An example of being my five years at the deanery. The deanery was the place I fell in love with acting, and I remember fondly the three annual musicals I was in, as well as being in the choir or going on the GCSE geography field trip to Grasmere, or the many lunchtimes spent with friends outside what used to be the H3 Hall. I believe that part of the school has been demolished now. How easy it all was back then. No bills to pay, no house to look after, and certainly no coronavirus. Yes, those were the days. Except, that's not the whole picture. I enjoyed my time at the deanery, but the occasions I've highlighted were special events. Most school days were fairly average in all honesty, and on the other occasions, some school days were really bad. Each of us will have a season of our life we look back on with warmth and affection, even if it's just a single day. This isn't wrong, and good memories can help us through some of the tougher times we end up facing. We can look to the past and see where God was working to give us hope for the present and the future. However, if we dwell in the past too long, we can misremember the times that were more difficult and even spend so much time in the past that we miss what God is doing now in the present. This is what Paul seems to be warning against in our passage from 1 Corinthians 10. Paul is assuring new Christians in Corinth that they are part of God's people. And the apostle harks back to the ancient Israelites' flight from Egypt to emphasise this point. At the same time, Paul is showing the Corinthians that even with God ever-present to the freed Israelites in the desert, 
they still messed up and provoked God to anger. Whether it was in making a golden calf, or failing to trust God to protect them, and demanding to go back to Egypt. All these things were a form of idolatry for the ancient Israelites, and as such they became distant from God. Paul was warning the Corinthians that even though they're a new, growing church that has experienced some wonderful signs of God's working, they are only a couple of dodgy temporal practices or arguments with fellow believers away from messing this new church up for everyone. Just because God has worked and done a wondrous thing in the past in that place, it does not automatically mean that God will do so again, especially if idolatry gets in the way and a key focus is no longer on Jesus. For us as Christians today in Wigan, we can be in danger of idolising what used to happen in our church buildings and worshipping communities. Christingle services packed with children, walking days where everyone dressed up and paraded around Wigan, or an Alpha Course away day where many people gave their lives to Jesus. These things aren't bad and they served a purpose at that time. They may even so do again in the future. But being brutally honest, most parts of the Church of England are in dire need and the pandemic has only heightened that poor situation. Even pre-Covid, our Sunday services were quiet. Giving was and is low in many places and many congregations are ageing with the same people doing all the jobs day in, day out. We've been bad at welcoming and encouraging new people who are different to ourselves and perhaps we've been lazy as well expecting folk to come to us and blaming the children's rugby training on a Sunday morning for the lack of growth, rather than our own ability as established Christians to engage with people the other six and a half days each week. This can be seen across all the C of E, to be fair, not just Church Wigan. The pandemic has forced us to stop and evaluate how we do church. We have been forced to think creatively and be more determined in prayer, so we can discern what God is saying to us now. God is doing stuff here and now. For example, in Central Hub, we've started a new children and families gathering on a Sunday afternoon on Zoom. I'm sure in your own hubs and worshipping communities, you could think of something God has done or provided for, even in the height of the pandemic. Let us then look to the past, be encouraged by it, and take some things with us so that we have tools to recognise God now. But let's not dwell there permanently because we believe in a God who is working and transforming each and every day, and we can't afford to miss that. For our time of prayer, I want to end by praying Psalm 24 over us all. It reminds us that all of creation is God's, and warns against idolatry, and that we should come before God, putting God first and not relying on false things like past glories. The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it, the compass of the world and all who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and set it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who can rise up in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up their soul to an idol nor sworn an oath to a lie. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. 
Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thank you for your time today, folks. Whatever you do today, look after yourselves, and may God be with us all. Farewell.